Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Hey, newsflash, webinars are not dead. I was talking to somebody recently and they were like, should I do a webinar? I keep hearing that they're dead. They're not, you know, they don't work anymore. Uh, my friends, webinars still absolutely work. The reason that there's the, a misconception out there that they're dead is because so many people give crappy webinars, right? And so if you've been frustrated, if you're doing webinars in your business and you've been frustrated buy your webinars not converting as high as you'd like if you're not making as many sales as you want. A big mistake that people make, and I've made this mistake a million times over the past six and a half years while in business, is you're providing too much content. That's right, too much content overwhelms your audience. And when they're in overwhelm mode, they're not gonna buy, they're not gonna join your program. Now on the other side, on the flip side of this, there's the dreaded becoming known as the super salesy person in your industry that everyone avoids because the whole presentation is a sales pitch, right? If you're battling things like this in your business with your webinars, not getting people to take action on your webinars to make more sales, you, my friends, are going to love today's podcast episode with my good friend, Colin Boyd. Colin has been on the podcast before back in 2019, early 2019. He's my go-to webinar and speaking coach. And he's a brilliant dude. And he's also the founder of the Sell From Stage Academy. And I asked him to come on today to break open the misconceptions that so many people have around webinars. Things like overcoming the fears and insecurities around selling and how to actually give a webinar presentation that gets people to take the action that you want them to take at the end of the webinar, i.e. make more sales. Cool? Let's cue the music and get into it. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. All right. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Super pumped to have you here. Got a really good episode here, as you heard from the, my little intro before. It's not a little intro. That was like a two-minute intro. My intro before the music. Uh, my good friend Colin Boyd is joining us today. And this dude's brilliant when it comes to creating presentations that sell, whether it's a webinar, whether it's a video, video series, whether it's you're speaking from stage, any kind of presentation that you're doing, Colin's the man to help you improve conversion and just have an amazing presentation. He's somebody that I go to for help with my webinars for whenever I'm doing a speech or a talk on stage. Uh, or a live event or whatever, Colin's the guy that I go to. And so I asked him to come on today and just share his brilliance with all of you. 
And we're going to be talking about things like what the enemy is of creating a highly converting webinar. Today's really going to be focused on webinars. Uh, we're going to talk about one of the biggest mistakes that people make with the webinars, how selling is the doorway to serving. Colin breaks that down. I love this conversation that we have. Selling is serving. And then Colin has a term called infusion selling, and he breaks down what that is and how to use it so that you can start improving your webinar conversions right now. Okay, all that and a whole lot more. Now, if you like what you hear from Colin today, I wanna to invite you, Colin has a brand new free video series, it's a training series coming out. First video is on August 13th, as I look at my calendar. August 13th, Thursday, uh, that's the first video. And th this video series is called How to Speak and Sell from Virtual Stages. All right. In this video training series, he's going to show you how to find the perfect balance of content and selling in your webinars and presentations so that your audience is blown away by the value, but also super excited to join your program or coaching or whatever it is that you're selling at the end of your webinar. Okay. So you're going to discover in this training series how to actually deliver webinars and presentations that instantly connect with your audience, but also leads them to join whatever it is that you're offering in your webinar. He talks about and breaks down why selling at the end of the presentation, at the end of the webinar, is the worst thing that you, could, that you can do. Guilty as charged, I'm raising my hand right now. He's gonna break down in that video series why your best presentation ever has led to no sales and the simple shifts that you can make to start generating sales from every webinar or speech that you do. He also dives into the number one mistake that people make at the start of their webinars or speeches that cost them dearly when it comes to then converting those clients, all right? You're gonna walk away from this training series feeling confident, clear, and super pumped to design and deliver your next webinar or your speech to grow your business, all right? Also, when you register for the, for the free training series, uh, Colin has a sell from webinar and stage blueprint which is gonna help you work through your presentation and deliver them in a way that makes your content and programs irresistible, all right? The link to register for Colin's free training video series is rickmulready.com forward slash webinar sales. Okay, it's rickmulready.com forward slash webinar sales. Without further ado, my friends, let's dive into it with Colin Boyd. Colin, welcome back to the show, my man. How you doing? Hey, Rick. Yeah. Hi, buddy. It's so good to be here. You're laughing as I say, how are you doing? Because we were just chatting right before we hit record here. And um, you were the subject of a conversation that I had with my wife the other day about it could always be worse. <laughs> and you were the, uh, your situation was the always, it could always be worse. And I mean that in a good way, meaning like, holy cow, how is he still keeping it all together because Maya, my daughter, she's 18 months old and, you know, she's not in school or anything like that, but during, you know, COVID and everything like that and all this, everything that's going on, it's, you know, just like everybody else, it's been a challenge, but you and your family, you've got two kids, Sarah yeah. had a hip replacement. Yeah. A, so homeschooling, <laughs> hip replacement for your wife, can't really go out and engage with other people, interact and play. Uh, running a business? Like, how have you been doing it, dude? I mean, it's always great being the subject of the comparison of like, you're the person <laughs> who's got it tough. <laughs> it's not going to always be Oh, but think about Colin, Colin and Sarah. It's so good because that is a really good principle. <laughs> and so, guys, feel welcome to use that. It was more uh, so like, holy cow, can you believe he's still holding it all together and has like an amazingly successful business and all this stuff. So, Oh no, totally bro. Yeah. I, uh, I often ask myself that a lot of the time and in saying that conversation, yeah. So we've had a really massive year and yeah, my wife had an operation like major operation hip replacement at the start of the year, which was a, a ongoing thing that she's had from birth. Yeah. And then we've got two young kids, seven and five, obviously they're at home. My wife's got a business, I've got a business. And then we don't have any help at home. We don't have our family. They live back in Australia. We're in the US. Like it's, it's definitely been like craps hit the fan <laughs> in terms of like the amount of stuff going on. We had employees go on and start you know, like different jobs and different companies. We had employees come into our business and start like, it's definitely been complex. And so, yeah, it's, it's well, it, this you, is how, the ride. How have you held that together? How have you held well, everything, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, some of the things that we put in place is like, I mean, my, my wife's definitely, she's naturally quite organized. So we're, you know, we've got like a plan of our week. We've got a, yeah, our, our attack plan on the, uh, on the fridge. And we always have a meeting every Sunday, but we just took a vacation for a week um, just near where yeah. you are yeah. in La Jolla in San Diego. And dude, that was like life changing from the sense of, we realized that we've been kind of, you know, pushing too hard based on our current situation. I think it's always great, this conversation of keeping perspective of the season that you're in and and what's going on for you because, you know, we re-evaluated some of the priorities and the goals of what we've been focusing on and especially in some of the stuff that Sarah's been doing and then even some of the things that I've been doing and just going like what's, you know, what's really most important and, mm-hmm. I, and I think those conversations are really great and then realizing that, you know, you don't have to rush to, to do absolutely everything, but what are the most yeah. important things in, in your business and your life and getting those in place? What were some of the things that you were doing that because of that conversation that you had with Sarah that you are deciding to not prioritize right now? Yeah, I think for us, like my wife is my wife is like an idea machine, right? She's the strategic mind of our business, and in terms of like long term strategy, and she's probably got like thirty books that she wants to write, and so we just kind of put a back burner on some of those like projects and things like that. And she's already written an amazing best selling book, and yeah. and uh, which is really cool. But I even like kind of some of those we're like, oh, let's just press pause in those just for a season yeah. and then we'll hook back into them like as things progress in your mind how long is a season i've always oh. wondered this because people use the word season and and it's that it's a varying length for some you know for people like a season could be like a few weeks could be a few days could be months like could be i don't know like what for, i'm just curious what is it for you yeah, I think, I mean, for me, there's the various indicators like a season could be if you've got kids at school, it could be, you know, when they finish school or they start school, that's kind yeah. of a season. If you've had a health challenge, which we've been through quite a few, it, it could be when, you know, your health comes back into a, an amount of uh, alignment that you can, you have capacity once again to do something. So I think when I say a season, it's, it's probably more, uh, you know, COVID could be a season of yeah. like, Hey, how are we going to operate during this season? And so a lot of the time it's more indicators based on health, based on kids, based on current economic, that sort of stuff. So mm. that's, I mean, but generally it's like six months is kind of, that's typically six months is like a, nothing's that's usually shorter it. than that. Yeah. I gotcha. <laughs> Cool. I'm always curious because I people use that word. I'm always like, hmm, how long do they think? Like in their in their mind, like how long is that? I don't know. Anyway, always curious. Well, we've been chatting here. Let's let's inter- let's reintroduce Colin Boyd to the listeners here. You've been on the show before, but for people who don't know who you are, who is Colin Boyd? What do you do? And I want to talk about your business because well, there's a lot of things we want to get into with you. But who share with everybody listening who uh, who you are and what you do. Really, my main focus is helping coaches and course creators and experts to confidently speak on webinar and on live stages. I know they're not massive at the moment because of COVID, but they will be eventually in the future. But really, like any stage, confidently speaking in a way that sells, that leads to clients without being like pushy and salesy, because I think there's a whole season of like speakers and like sell from stage people who put a lot of bad taste in people's mouths. I think like if you look at some of the, you know, oldest, older school versions of it and this new economy require a very different conversation and style and formula to be able to connect and move them into your programs. And so what I help people with is designing and delivering presentations that sell and that could be online or offline stages. So you can communicate that really clearly that what you do, who you help and how you help them. But I know that that wasn't always the case. You had a hard time because you knew what you did, but you had a hard time communicating it like so many of us do. So so true. So true. And I think that, you know, like I've been in this expert business for about 12 years. So I started out as a life coach and I remember even my grandma would say to me, Colin, how can you be a life coach? You know, you're 27 years old. You've got no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> and, which I kind of didn't. Uh, but I was like, you don't understand what life coaching is. It's about asking better questions, right? I mean, but she was always like, you can't coach anyone. And so 
I remember when I first started out, I, I tested life coaching and then I went into productivity. In fact, my first product that I launched was called Productivity Academy. You know, I t- taught people productivity and then, and then I taught speaking. And, and so for me, it's kind of been dating a lot of different niches, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that it's most difficult to articulate it when you don't have a sharp angle. And I think in creating an offer... I mean, not having like a mega sharp angle that there's like no one left in the market to actually buy it because there's only three people who would actually buy that program. But it's like some sort of angle where it, it has clarity and sharpness. So for me, there's a focus on coaches or experts in this space. And I haven't always focused on that. That's kind of the last two or three years I've been focusing on that. Mm-hmm. And then the sharpness of not just speaking on stage, but knowing how to sell on a stage. And even that is a sharper angle than just speaking in general. And so I've got two sharp angles that I can lean on and that creates clarity in the statement. Sharp angles meaning the niche that you serve, like the specific audience that you serve, and then the niche as far as speaking from stage. Correct. And yeah. you even you even refined the speaking from stage, not refined it, but you kind of defined what that meant because... I think what happens is like in the first time that like I've known you, we've known each other for a few years now. Yeah. And when I first met you, I was like, oh, you teach speakers, like stage speakers, how to, you know, create great presentations and, and, and speak so that they can take move people to take an action they want them to take. And it was that, but it was also people doing a webinar, which is you're doing a presentation. You're doing yeah. a, a talk, if you will. But it's also people doing live, like doing videos. Yeah. or maybe a Facebook Live or whatever it is. And so how did you, what was that like for you as you further, even further defined like what it means to speak from a stage? Yeah, I think for me, like, because some people say to me, oh, Colin, but isn't life, life's a stage? Like they always use that phrase of like, oh, oh so- life's a stage, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I, I don't help people with life. I help people sell on stage. Yeah. And so I even push back on that statement when people kind of some, sometimes say that to me because I think what's powerful about like, you know, what I can help people with is that I don't help people with life's a stage. I help people with speaking and selling on a specific stage. Like, and so for me, I define a stage of any visual, any platform that is one to many that is got visual and verbal elements. Mm. And so what I mean by that is it's not a podcast. So I don't teach podcasting. Yeah. Right. I don't teach like copywriting. I only teach stages that you visually see someone and you verbally hear them. So a live stage, a webinar, or a video, they're the three stages. Even like I think about for your audience when they're listening, like think about like when you're defining what you're doing, niching it, if you can niche it down a little bit harder, then people have something, it's like a handle they can pick up. It's almost becomes like a, like a bag. They can pick up and go, oh, that's what this person does. And as soon mm. as I did that, that's when definitely my business just like accelerated to another level. I got invited into different groups that I normally wouldn't got invited into. Like it just went to a whole nother level whole another level on, on, on a lot of different levels, you're like your revenue increased. Right? Totally. 100%. As a result. Yeah. Because in the, you know, it's just another example. And I'm spending some time here because this is so common for people. Like yeah. they know what they do, but we are so close to our, our own stuff that, and we, we think we're communicating to people what we do and how we can help them. But yet so much gets lost because we're so close to our own stuff. And you found that and you went through a period of time where you were like, all right, I'm trying to refine this and trying to define what I'm, what I'm actually doing for people and how can I communicate this in a way that they get it. And like, I love how you just said you like even took it a step further as far as refining it down. And when you got that super specificity in message in what you do and how you help and who you help them, boom, things really took off. Mm, it was funny because so often you know, it is so true that you're so close to your own content, you can't see it. I remember I was in a mastermind, I think you were in there this year and it was Sigrun, uh, who you know as well. And she yep. said to me, she she pulled me out. She's like, she's like, Colin, you know, in her like Icelandish <laughs> accent um, and her very focused com- conversation. She's like, Colin, all I want to hear, <laughs> she's like, all I want to learn from you is how to sell on a stage. That's it. Like, and I was like, 
nothing else <laughs> she's like nothing else <laughs> right and like you know she's she was running a million dollar business at that time and i literally yeah. you know i've got a million dollar business owner telling me she would come to me to learn that and then that was like a kind of a light bulb moment of going okay there's definitely something in that so i think being a part of groups where they can give you that feedback is so mm. helpful yeah because you know essentially i could tie that thread of this idea through my whole career and I have now because obviously that's what I teach but like when I looked at it the reason why I sold Productivity Academy which taught productivity so well is that I knew how to communicate it persuasively it mm. wasn't that I was good at productivity <laughs> although the although the program is like you know like it's easily good enough yeah it was actually that I knew how to communicate the ideas so powerfully that people bought it does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And one thing I love about you is you have all of this down to frameworks and like step-by-step yeah. -step processes for how to go about this. So let's talk about that. So and I love that you bring that up. You're like, I wasn't the most productive person, but I could message and clearly yeah. communicate what this, what this did and the problems it solved for people and how it solved them. And so what can someone do? Let's just say that, let's just take webinar as an example, because a lot of my audience do webinars or video series or videos or what have you. So what is, let's take us through kind of like the, the framework for people that people can follow that allows them to go from like, I'm not really sure what to do to I want them to take a specific action, whether that's purchase, whether that's sign up for a call, whatever it is, kind of take us through that process. Yeah. Well, in terms of like the self from stage methodology that I teach at the start, and I think we started this in our conversation when we were talking about your webinar, yep. is, is like, let's look at the offer. So it's always like, let's have a look at our offer because the goal of your presentation shouldn't be to just give content. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make is that they sit down to design their webinar and they're like, what's some cool content that I can put together and provide enough like credibility pieces in there, like different random testimonials and just a whole bunch of stuff to kind of fire hose these, this audience with enough content and enough testimonial statements that they go, oh, this person knows what they're talking about. And then mm. you like whack this offer on the end of it and then hope that people buy. Is that making sense? A hundred percent. And guys, we're going to, by the way, I just want to give it like a little teaser here. So I actually hired Colin to gently rip apart <laughs> one of my webinars and he did just that. And it was super eye-opening. Like I like guys, we're always learning, right? So I've been doing this for six and a half years now and I'm always looking to improve. And that's why I hired Colin to do it. And just like how he just, and I don't mean tear apart, like in a bad way, like in a good way sharing with me some improvements I could make and why and, and, and changes to make. Like, so everything he's talking about right now, and we're going to talk about that after this, but everything he's talking about, like, this is what we did in, in my own webinar. And it just, I mean, this stuff, it's just, it's so smart and it just all makes sense. Carry on my friend. Yes. Yeah, so we start with the offer and the offer, cause the goal is the offer. Now the offer could be to buy the program. The offer could be to a content upgrade usually they're like the two main things. So the, uh, there's three types of talks that I teach. There's a sharp sell, which is a direct, that's when you get credit cards and clients. Mm -hmm. There is a soft sell, which is that leads to client details, like a content upgrade or something like that. And then there's a no sell. And a no sell is just a classic keynote, but it should be designed in a way that gets someone to take a specific action. And so they're the three types of talks, the sharp sell, the soft sell, and the no sell. But all of them actually cascade into one signature talk. And so you should be able to have one signature talk that you can deploy on a webinar. You could deploy it on a live stage. You could deploy it on a on a Facebook live and that essentially it can, it depends on, on what your outcome is in terms of like, do you want a client straight away? Do you want contact details or do you just want to speak? And so when you're thinking about designing like a webinar that's actually going to sell, which is what we call a sharp sell. And essentially the goal of that is, is the offer. So you look at the offer and then you draw like a, a red ribbon through the whole presentation and you go, what are the ideas I need to present so that the audience has increased, significantly increased urgency and desire for the outcome that the offer can create for them? 
That's the first thing. And the second thing is, what are the resistance points that mm. they're going to have against the offer? And it's not just the offer, it's actually against their own progress in that particular area. Because mm. the goal is not about twisting someone's arm to a point where they're like, all right, I'm going to join your program. Like that's just, that's like the enemy. That's actually the enemy is like making someone feel all pushy and salesy and sleazy, right? The goal is to dissolve resistance points for the audience. So, because those resistance points have actually been stopping them from making progress their whole life. So one example is like, I'll give a classic example, right? Uh, that, that I'm familiar with because it's my program. So Sell From Stage Academy, one of the big resistance points that people have is that sales, that speaking should be about entertainment. Speaking should be about education. Speaking should be about adding value. All these sort of things, right? And they have all these ideas of what speaking is. The problem is, is if you view any type of speaking, whether it be on webinar or online, offline, any type of speaking is just education. The problem with that is you're going to get people who, yeah, they get educated, but you won't get many people buying your programs. And that's why when people teach all the how-to stuff, the result is, yeah, you might get some followers, but your business is not going to explode. And so when you see the shift of that speaking is actually selling and selling is in at its most integrate level, which is deeply understanding your audience and speaking in a way where they, they resonate with you and they're like, this person gets me and they can really help me. And you make an offer that aligns with who they want to be and where they want to go. And so this shift of that speaking isn't just about education. Speaking is actually selling an idea to help them to make a decision to go to a next level. And that shift, when they see speaking as selling, all of a sudden they go, wow, I've been completely doing this wrong. And now they're actually in a better place to grow their business because they're not seeing it as an old model of education. They're seeing it as a model of helping someone to make a decision to see a change in their life. So the natural question that people are going to have, and, and I know I've had this, I had this with you as well, is like, so how do we do that right there? So yes, we can overcome objections. People are smart, if you will, about webinars these days, right? They know that there's going to be a pitch of some sort. So I love that you're, that you're I just wrote it down, you're speaking is selling. And you've got the offer and you're, and you're using that time to, yeah, create credibility, but you want to build a relationship with them and overcome objections and just make it a no brainer for them. And I love how, you know, another thing I love about you is you're not, you're not about, you know, sleazy selling, right? This is adding value and overcoming all that stuff. So how do we do that? And from a speaking is selling perspective, what is the speaking part that we really should be focusing on in say like a webinar format? Mm. So how you do that is... I've got a, I've kind of coined a phrase which I call infusion selling. And so infusion selling is this idea. There's actually nine infusion selling techniques. And I'll give you an example of them of here because we obviously are not going to have time for all nine. Sure. But I'll give you some examples. Infusion selling. One example is using a signature story that sells. So most people think, oh, I've got to share my signature story. And what would you say, Rick, like before kind of doing, getting familiar with my content or even back in the day when you're first starting, mm-hmm. like what was the main purpose or do you think people think is the main purpose of a signature story? Um, for them to be able to connect with you. Yeah. So connect and I get credibility is yeah. another big one. Yeah. So it's like you want to feel like connected to the person so they know you and then credibility of like, oh, like this person's done some things. Mm. Can I just jump in real quick, guys? Of course. Or for Colin. I also, as you guys listen, I want you to listen how Colin is talking right now because he's just a master presenter and what he just did there is part of being a great speaker. He engaged... so. I'm Colin's, yes, I'm interviewing Colin, but I'm also his audience. And so Colin is so good at interacting with the audience and asking a question, which is exactly what he just did. Keeps the audience involved. So he probably does it just subconsciously. Like he's, he just does it because this is what he does and he doesn't even maybe even realize he's doing it. But I realize it because I'm just enamored with how, you know, how he speaks and and just engages the audience, stuff like that. So just pointing this out, guys, is like, listen to how he's speaking here and, uh, and presenting this content as well. 
I appreciate that, brother. Did you know? Did you? Are you familiar, Are you aware that you're doing it? Well, I mean, engagement and helping yeah. people to make small decisions is yeah. a infusion selling strategy. Yeah. So it's one of the cool. night. It's a number. Yeah. It's which we worked a lot on on your webinar. Yeah. I know totally. in that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, I love that. So most people think it's about connection and credibility. And that's like the 1.0 of a signature story. But what I teach is essentially that your signature story, the main purpose of it is to share a story that transfers the belief that the audience must have about your vehicle that you share or you help people with. So for me, the vehicle is selling on a webinar or a live stage, right? That's the vehicle. Um, Or it could be, Facebook ads, or it could be Facebook groups, or it could be like whatever the vehicle that you help people with. It could be life coaching, like the coaching experience. So you have to share a signature story that transfers the belief that that vehicle can help them to get the result that they're looking for. And when you find that, I've got about three signature stories that I share, depending on what the audience is. And so when I share those stories, I'm very clear on what the the belief needs to be that the audience must get. So I'm just processing that because I'm thinking about, you know, for me, I when you interviewed me for your podcast last week or two weeks ago or whatever, and I share with you what I'm sort of crafting as my signature story right now. And I didn't even have, I didn't really feel like I had a signature story for the first six years, basically. And so... All right. So as you're crafting your signature story or as you're thinking about your signature story and getting them to believe the vehicle that you that you use for the transformation, how might someone do that within the signature story? How might that come up? Well, usually there's because there's a story arc. So in every signature story, there's a story arc. And the story arc is essentially going from a difficult situation where you are having trouble internally and externally through to a journey of breakthrough. And it's that breakthrough moment where you realize, wow, the decision that I just made to focus in on this or do a certain thing that Mm. you did saw the result that you you desperately wanted. I mean, I can share an example of one. Do you want me to share one? Yeah, please. Let me share my... uh, Yeah. So, you know, I could share this example. A lot of the time, like professional speakers will come to me as well. And they'll be like, you know, I've been doing a lot of speaking and it's okay. Like I'm getting paid per gig, all that sort of stuff. And so one example was, I remember I was sitting at my desk looking at my calendar and I basically had, I had like two bookings on it. And up at that point, you know, I was an okay speaker and I had, you know, a certain amount of bookings. But to be honest, internally, I was feeling really unstable in my business. I felt like I didn't have consistency in my revenue. And I just didn't know how to scale up my business. And I had a presentation coming up. And, and I remember it was a larger presentation. And I went to the event organizer and I said, would you mind if I shared just some next steps for people to join my online program after I do my keynote as like as part of it? And the guy really loved it. We, we worked out a bit of a profit share. And I remember the day I, I went up and... And uh, there was actually about 3,000 people in the audience. So it was a fairly big speaking engagement. And I talked for half an hour, like all the other keynoters. And at the end, I shared my offer. And I designed the offer so that it would be irresistible. And within 24 hours after that, I remember, uh, no, sorry, I remember getting off this stage and sitting down and noticing my phone start buzzing. And I picked up my phone and, and for one of the first times, seeing like, a, like my whole face of my phone you probably had this experience where it's just filled with Stripe mm-hmm. notifications mm-hmm. and they're just watching them just coming in and in and in. And then for the next like 24 hours, just constant Stripe notifications coming in. I remember we did about $125,000 in about 24 hours from this one presentation. Now I got paid my keynote fee and then did six figures in half an hour in this one presentation. And I remember for me looking back on that going, it is incredible that when you focus on not just speaking, but speaking to sell, and you can translate that to a webinar, you can translate that to any live presentation, that the leverage you can get, it can be 10 to 50 times beyond just speaking to educate. And the mm. great thing was that I ended up receiving emails from people all around the world who bought my program saying how transformational it was for them. And those people I'll never meet. And so the impact just keeps flowing on and on. And so when you think about it, selling is not just getting someone into your program. It's actually serving people that you may even have never met if you didn't do so. So you could use that story right there in selling your program. Correct. Yeah. And I chose that story because it, 
it helps people to understand the power. It's a true story, obviously, mm-hmm. yep. but it helps people to understand the power of using a stage as opposed to like one on. See, I could contrast that to one on one selling and how overworking that is, how exhausting that is, all that, how slow it is. And in one stage, I just did, you know, more than a lot of people do in the whole year sometimes. Yeah working full time and it's like it can just blow your mind. Yeah, I love that because it's so visual. Like as you were t- as you were talking, I was a picturing you like on a stage, but when you said I talked to the to the um to the organizer of the event, I was like I pictured you off stage like to like behind the stage talking to this talking to this person and just arranging it and then being like, "Yeah, let's do it," you know. And then I I could like you said I could picture your phone you know, buzzing with the notifications. And I think that's, and not, not to say it the obvious, but that's one of the most powerful things about a signature story is that they can feel or they can visualize what you're saying. And if, if they can't connect to it, like, oh, I've been there, at least it's inspirational for them. And you're yes. like, oh yeah, that's what I really want. And thus, mm. you've got the vehicle for, to help them get there. Yeah. And with, I mean, with that one, I probably could go deeper into the, I tried to, unpack a little bit of the difficulty that I was having was I didn't have enough clients. I didn't have enough on. only had like one or two opportunities. And so your signature story should unpack some difficulty at the start. It shouldn't just be like, hey, I was killing it. And then I won lotto. And then I met the girl of my dreams. And then our life's amazing. It's like, it's like people will be like, oh, that's a kind of a crap story to be honest. (laughs) Real happy for you, but I'm struggling. <laughs> totally. Okay, so if you're sh- sharing your signature story, one mistake that so many people make, myself included, is we as and you mentioned before, we we teach too much, mm. you know, the how to because we think, you know, like oh, we're adding value to people that we think how we're doing it from a how to perspective in the webinar. And what happens nine times out of ten is that people leave the webinar, they're like, cool, I just got everything I need. Like, I don't need to buy the program or I don't need to buy the coaching or whatever it is. Like, I'm good. But yet when you teach less and it's counterintuitive, generally you sell more. Mm. So, so how do you sort of balance that? Are you still doing any kind of, you know, quote unquote, how-to content in a webinar or is a it little bit focused on what you're talking about? A little bit. And I think, the, I mean, this illustration would probably help everyone understand it because it's probably happening in your world if you're a coach or an expert. Like, have you ever had your brain picked where someone goes, hey, can I pick your brain? <laughs> oh, <Right>? yes. yes. <laughs> Many times, right? And if you're having that happen to you, it's a good indicator that you probably should be selling this stuff. So usually that's like, that's a side note. But if you've had your brain picked, you know, you go out, especially in the early days, right? Yeah. You give them like two hours of your time. You take them out for coffee. You even pay for the coffee because you want to be a nice guy, nice gal. And you, you, know, you spend time with them and then you see them two months later and you, and you give them everything like fire hose, right? You give them all the how-to, everything, every step you did. You see them two months later and you're like, oh, how'd you go with everything we talked about? And they're like, oh, uh, I haven't had time to do anything or I haven't done anything. And you see them a year later and they still haven't done anything. And you realize, okay, I'm never going to get that two hours of my life back, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's exactly. nothing. And so what we discover is, and you probably noticed this, is that what people don't need is they don't need to be overwhelmed, especially at the start of their journey or at this pivotal point. They don't actually need all the how-to. What they actually need is a more visceral and aligned decision and commitment to the outcome. Mm. And so it's not even about not teaching like how to, it's about realigning what your training is about. And so what I mean by that is that your webinar should shift from being about delivering content to be about helping someone make a decision. And I think when you see a shift of going that my content is valuable to being because remember, the, the presentation isn't about you. It's about the purpose, the goal of helping them. When you realign that content to going, I just want to teach to being, I actually want to help them to make the decision that they've been putting off for the last two months, two years, two decades yeah. of their life. I want to help them get to a point of decision. And if they don't want to make that decision, that's fine. If they do want to make the decision, then this can really help them. And so a great example of that is one of our friends, um, John Acampora. Do you know John? Mm-hmm. John Acampora. Yep. Yeah. 
Uh, so he's part of, he's one of, he's actually one of my students as well in the program. And he came to me and he's like, Colin, he teaches Excel, right? I mean, you couldn't think of a more boring subject, but he freaking yeah. loves it, right? Yeah. He's, he's the, the dude's greatest. The he's dude's like a legend, awesome. right? Yeah. He loves it. He's got a t-shirt that says MVP, which is Microsoft Valuable Player. Uh <laughs> But he teaches Excel, right? And runs a brilliant business. But he was saying to me, he's like, Colin, everyone comes on my webinar and I go into overteach mode. I teach too much. And everyone goes, that was such great content. Let me try and implement all of this stuff in the, yeah. for the next six months because there's about six months of implementation from this content. And then I might join your program. Yeah. And what we did is we completely shifted it and made it about helping people make a decision, which by the way, that's a infusion selling technique. Mm-hmm. Number two uh, is helping someone make a decision in the training that enough's enough, that it is time to see a shift and a change in their life. They're going to stop fluffing around and start actually going after this. And so we did that shift and he literally, his webinars went from about two to 3% conversion in his evergreen. It went to 14% I last spoke wow. to him. Wow. And he said, it's just like blowing up. So that's like a good example of someone who taught a lot of how to, a lot of teaching went to, it's not even about light teaching. It's not about that. It's actually about the goal has to be about helping someone make a decision, which is actually the most helpful thing you can do for them. Yeah, because like, I love how you said, you know, somebody, you sit down for somebody because they've been asking you to pick their brain, pick your brain and you give them all this amazing help, but they don't do anything with it. But yet if you help them make a decision that it's time to pay to get that help, that what they pay for, they're actually going to take it more seriously, put it into play because our job, you know, our goal as business owners, as experts, hopefully is to help people and transform their, their lives. And so if that is how we're going to be able to do that, then we have to, to your point, Colin, we have to be able to put people in a position to be able to make that decision to do so. Mm, and I think this, if you don't get good at selling, you actually won't be able to serve your audience. Mm. And so because selling is the doorway to serving, truly serving. Now, what I mean by that is who are you serving most? Your accelerator group or the people who download a PDF? Yeah, I mean, for sure, my accelerator group. Your accelerator group, right? Yeah, totally. Now, you're serving them most because they've made the biggest transaction and because you're, you made an offer to them, we call it, you know, you sold to them, but essentially you just sure. made an offer, right? And they said yes. No, like, I want, it, I want this offer. And so the selling, knowing how to sell properly was actually the doorway to serving them on the greatest level because you run a for-profit business like myself, like probably Mm -hmm. most of your audience. And the main goal of a business, as much as we love to like uh, altruisticize it, (laughs) it's not even a word, but I just just made it up. I just want to help people. Yeah, I just want to help people. I just want to help people. And it's like the goal of your business is to make money. It's also to make an impact. But this is the thing is that if you're not making money, it's going to dramatically reduce how much of an impact you can make unless you make it a not-for-profit, which by the way, still has to make a certain amount of money to pay for its bills. Yeah. And so you can't escape it. And so that's why like for me, when I had that revelation for me personally of like, first of all, that selling is actually the doorway to serving in my audience. And then realizing that a stage was the greatest conversion mechanism, a stage being webinar or or live stage, the greatest conversion mechanism. That's when I became like truly obsessed with it. And you're not talking about, again, to reiterate, you're not talking about selling in any kind of sleazy. You're like, you're helping people, like you said, through the content that you're delivering to be able to make an informed decision, empowered decision that is going to to get them to take the action that you want them to take so that they can have the transform, transformation that you offer and that they've been looking for. A hundred percent. And I mean, I love what James Wedmore says, how he goes like the transformations in the transaction. Well, I yeah. think a good, a chunk of the transformation is in the transaction. Obviously, there's lo- you know there's energy trans- transaction, sure. there's there's emotion transaction, there's time transaction, but but money transaction is a big part of that transformation that they're going to see. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I yeah. just, selling is the doorway to serving. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Um, only if you're running a for-profit business, mainly. Yeah, and and because a lot of people have you know a lot of people have guilt around yes making, making money in their business, and it's like, well, if you're not making money in the business 
because they, they think what, what we're just talking about is like, well, I just want to help people. I want to have an impact, which is awesome. And that's why we need to be in business or why we should be in business. But in order to do that, you have to be making money. And I, I feel like this should be so refreshing for so many people listening right now because so many people are afraid of selling. And this is taking selling in a direction of like, I, for me, like ease and lightness and, and, and serving so that you can sell and not just being all pushy and like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this and all that stuff. Mm. Oh, it's so true. It's like, well, I think about this, you know, I live down the road from you now, yeah. right? Yeah. But three years ago, I lived in Sydney. Now, for two years, I had researched myself how to move to America, right? I'd done all the blogs, all the Reddit sites, all the different, you know, I'd watch the YouTube things. Like I've done all the research myself. And do you know how effective that was in helping me move to America? <laughs> About the middle of a donut, right? Yeah. Zero. And then I literally just researched <laughs> immigration lawyers for moving to America. <laughs> I hired an immigration lawyer, made a transaction literally within six months, I'd moved my entire family. We had a new business, a new life in the US, like set up. So I'd researched for two years, fluffing around as my kids, as I say to my kids, kerfuffling around. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're kerfuffling around, right? Just doing a whole bunch of random free stuff. And then eventually I got to a point where I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do this, I'm going to hire someone who knows what they're doing, who's got a structure that is actually working, and I've got to put some skin in the game here. Yeah. And as soon as I did that, it was like an explosion of acceleration. Yeah. And then I was in the US within six months. Yeah. It's, I love that story. And I actually, I'm so, glad you, I'm so glad you brought that up because I've heard that before. And it's just such a great example. You know, it's, and, and one could say, like, listening to a podcast here, right? Like, we're giving out great information. And some people will take action on it, but like, you know, they know that it's, hey, it's, this is totally free, right? And they're going to get two episodes every single week. All right. But it's actually the people who are putting, you know, who, like to your point, Colin, putting skin in the game, whatever program that, that, that they're enrolling in, that's really where the transformation, they have a bigger, I should say, if they take advantage of it while they're in there, they have a much better opportunity for transformation there when they do that. Yeah. I kind of see it like this is... The place of a podcast is for like general education, general motivation, like that daily inspiration and motivation yeah. and staying connected to the right philosophy and all that sort of stuff. But then if you want a specific outcome in a specific area, my recommendation is you need to do a program or you need to do a paid course. Like yeah. you need to do something that's paid. There's something energetically about it that just sees a transformation. And so, because I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I listen yeah. to your podcast mm -hmm. and that, yeah, it keeps me motivated. But if I want a specific outcome, like if I, I want to know how to actually create Facebook ads that convert, I could fluff around and research right. it, or I yeah. could just follow your formula and just get an outcome very quickly. Yeah. I love that example. Dude, I know you said you've got, I mean, you've been doing this a long time there's, we could go on literally for hours here. We've been going about 45 minutes now. So I want to wrap up. Yeah. We've touched on some amazing things here. I took a bunch of notes here. You know, guys, I, I joke with uh, everybody who comes on. I say, guys, this is like me and you sit down for coffee. I literally have a blank Google Doc in front of me. I don't have a list of questions to ask. This is just off the cuff talking. And now after what Colin just said, I have a whole bunch of notes here. And, you know, come a couple of the things that really stood out to me. Number one is this whole concept of infusion selling. You got nine steps. We went through a bunch of them here today. Speaking is selling. Um, you talked about the enemy of a highly converting webinar. And then really that that key there at the end there is selling is the doorway to serving. Hmm. I love that. You got to, you have to focus on that first and foremost in order to have a bigger impact, which is what we all really want to be doing in addition to obviously growing our business and, and revenue. You have a video series coming up. It's coming up next week, actually. It's a three-part video series. What are you diving into in that video series? Yeah. So the main goal is, you know, it's on this topic of speaking and selling effectively on a webinar and on a live stage. Like, you know, the principles can be used um, universally. So the outcome is to give you a blueprint for a mindset shift and a practical shift of you designing and delivering persuasive presentations that get you clients. And so 
you know, specifically what we're going to go through, we're going to go through those six levels that you need to essentially ascend through to be a persuasive communicator. We're going to talk about like some of the biggest mistakes that I'm seeing people are making in the, in the current market right now that are stopping stopping you getting clients. Uh, we're going to go through infusion selling and what that looks like and how to actually do that in your trainings and so forth. It's really going to be like a deep dive and give you a blueprint on how to specifically, it's going to be focused on selling on webinar or any sort of stage at all. And so, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's going to be, it's going to be great energy in the group, super practical and just yeah. uh, give a whole lot of value. Yeah. You really bring it when you've got your content there. I have a bunch of your worksheets that you have. And, and, uh, and by the way, guys, you know, as promised, we, everything we talked about here today, this is what Colin did for my webinar. He just basically showed where I was giving too much content, too much how-to, if you will. Hey, I can improve my story here or introduce my signature story here, you know, shorten this. And, you know, like we condensed a lot of, a lot of areas of, of the webinar and really just looked at areas to be able to help people make that decision, that empower decision that Colin was talking about here today. So guys, as I mentioned, definitely register for Colin's video series, totally free, three different parts here. Like I said, he really brings the content and you're going to walk away with this from this video series with this blueprint of how to create more highly converting webinars. And so uh, check it out. My The link for it is rickmulready.com forward slash Colin, C-O-L-I-N, uh, rickmulready.com forward slash Colin. I'll link it up for everybody, all you guys in the show notes here. The video series drops on... August 13th, next week. Correct. Right, cool. And comes out over like a week and a half or so. Two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, housed in a Facebook group. Yeah. Uh, So you'll be able to ask questions of me, interact with me, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, I'll be all in. Awesome, man. So rickmulready.com forward slash Colin. Where else can people connect with you, Colin, online? If you want to connect with my podcast, it's just uh, The Expert Edge expert edge podcast and uh and i love a bit of instagram so just colin boyd colin with one l Mm -hmm. colin boyd uh is my instagram awesome guys i'll link everything up for you in the show notes for the episode here today colin thank you so much again my man for coming back on i super appreciate you yeah appreciate it thanks rick all right so good with colin boyd the dude is just brilliant always love chatting with him he's a really really good buddy of mine as you can tell from today's conversation. So as I mentioned at the top of the podcast and also during my conversation with Colin, Colin has a brand new video training series that begins on Thursday, August 13th, totally free. And I want to invite you to go register for it. Okay. Because when you go through this training series, you're going to leave feeling confident, clear, and super excited to get designing and delivering your webinars and speeches and actually make conversions and really help out the people that you are serving through your webinars, okay? So to register for this free training video series, it's rickmulready.com forward slash webinar sales. Again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash webinar sales. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening today. Super appreciate you. I'll see you back here in the next episode of the show for another quick tip episode here on the podcast. So until then, be well, my friend, and I'll talk to you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.